When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. After a serious car accident, people have two questions. Why me and what now? Well, no one knows why you, but I'm Terry Crouppen, and my law firm, Brown & Crouppen, sure can help with the what now. Car repairs, medical bills, lost wages, pain and suffering. We're Brown & Crouppen, and we've got all those answers. All you have to do is call. 222-2222. Doubted us the first time and saying this isn't you've had enough because like we hadn't won a game in two weeks when you oh, said you needed space. What? I should just then you know, came around again and say, Cardinals, you're winners and you're going all the way. Avi, I've known this since opening day. I say, let's do this. We high five, you fist bump. I'm, I'm with you. Remember when this was just blasting throughout the ballpark? Was oh, it 2013? Yeah. Every game was like this. Hobby. Yeah, like uh, yeah. uh, it is the Ryan Kelly morning after, and welcome into the appliance discounters eight o'clock hour. If you're in the market for an appliance, look no further than the appliance discounters and their eighty thousand square foot warehouse full of G Appliances and other major brands ready for delivery. Shop online at theappliancediscounters.com where pricing has been adjusted to beat everybody in the competition. It's theappliancediscounters.com. Mr. 63011 has issued a statement, but the station is uh, uh, directed towards Iggy and his allegations of uh, Mr. 63011 not donating for Gobble Bowl. And so I feel like I should wait for Iggy to return. He's at a Hubbard board meeting? I think they have some financials to go over. Yeah. Some of the other stations might not even involve anyone in St. Louis because Iggy does supervise the financial. Yeah, I think he's handling the, the Seattle market yeah. today. Mm-hmm. And tomorrow he's handling uh, D.C. That's what I understand. Yeah. So he's coast to coast at this point. Pacific, Northwest, Mid-Atlantic, doesn't matter. And he only gets a few moments before and after our segments to get this done. <laughs> so he's got to be quick about it. But he's extremely efficient. Uh, Morocco is very poor. Your ed- your education level is very poor. That's from mm. James Velez Mitchell. Uh, Dave Matthews Band was number one nation one time. I'm sure Buck Swope can find it. That's from Mud Jack Mike. Hey, guys, more geopolitical talk from Iggy and the Stoner, please. That's from Big Tuft. It's Monaco, you goof. That's from Breakfast Gyms. Uh, scrolling backwards. Uh, well, Iggy, it's probably an intern or producer tweeting. I guess that's about foreplay, I assume. 
And then I miss the days of Iggy voluntarily taking the lead on logistics for these golf tournaments and then passing everything off to Sean Barnes after he loses money, forgets to pay, and strong arms fans into throwing their spare change into a bucket as a tip to the thousand-yard stare hairdresser riding along in his cart with him. Thanks. That's from its member guest day for our beat-off party. Marty and Glenn have already posted their load. Oh, why that girl remains stone-faced remains a mystery to this day. Because by all accounts, it was a nice day, a pleasant time was had by all. But yeah, it was a lovely day. Icy demeanor. I can't remember. I guess that was a fan page club championship thing. I don't remember who. I think maybe Iggy was playing KG and O Town, which would be quite a tense showdown. It would these be. Days. Yeah. KG and O Town will be in here when Doug's vacationing in the Hamptons. Uh, he'll be in here for two weeks. Uh, Michael Wellington is going to be in on Thursday and Friday. Uh, taking a uh, respite. I guess the Champions Tour is off. Oh. And so he will be in for a couple of days. It'll be good to see him. We haven't had him in for a while since he's been... Doug, he's carrying a bag out on tour is what he's doing. Yeah. Tim O'Neill is the gentleman's name. Well, that'd, that'd be fun. He seems to be having a good time with that. Uh, I got my ass eaten in Morocco in 2009. Thanks oh. from Mr. Fong. Oh. The dildo shop. Iggy, uh, you are back in the Michelob Ultra Studios. Mr. 63011 has uh, issued a statement directed towards you, so I wanted to wait until you got back okay. from that uh, Hubbard board meeting. Statement. The golf bag, cornhole game, and cooler was dropped off at the station. It was also met with a follow-up call to your lovely receptionist at the station to ensure it was received. Charity is very important to me. If the materials did not make it to Gobble Bowl, I will send more for next year's event. I follow through for the record. Doug, that's from Mr. 63011. Okay. Yeah, I do believe all that was here. It was down in the uh, lobby. What did you get it? I did, but I thought when he said, he goes, I got a bunch of stuff in my car, I got a bunch of bobbleheads and stuff. Did he come through with that? So you're not happy with what? No, I was just, I, I'm just confused maybe on what he said he was going to give. If that was what you were going to give, then thank you very much. I apologize. Hmm. I just thought he said he had a bunch of bobbleheads and stuff in my car. You didn't see that, did you? No, but maybe I was mistaken what he yeah. said he had. Would have been nice to have those bobbleheads. Well, I would just sold them on Facebook Marketplace anyway, according to some people. Oh. Uh, but if that's, if that's uh, what you had, then yes, I got that, and thank you very much. So everything is okay now? Yeah, I was you kind of being terms. half facetious anyway, oh. but... That's what statements are about in the engineer design. Just have a seizure. Text inbox. That was outside. Uh, statement. That was outside. It was very happy, Pause. You know why? Fountain? Our boy's out there working on the fountain. Oh, it's fountain season at mm. Hubbard Radio. Last time he did that, the basement flooded. I know. Twice. I, said, I said, I said, you know, I like to see that. He goes, it's going to be a while. <laughs> I said, what? Is it broke again? He goes, ah, there's a lot of cleaning up. We'll do that. Turn it on. See what happens. I said, hopefully it's not like last year. GD water everywhere. Rah! I picture that guy texting into 101 from 10 to 11. I'm waiting for his like serial killer documentary in like three years. Then that comes Seems out. Like maybe a fountain is more trouble than it's worth. More juice is not worth the squeeze of a fountain. Than it's oh, I don't know. A lot Gary of people love the fountain. Is that right? When it works, a lot of people love a swimming pool too. Until it goes yeah, bad. Well, it only it, it only broke $10, once. dollar repair. It only broke once last year, the be- very beginning of the year, and then they got the part. They fixed it. it was good all year. But it's very relaxing to but people. There was a, I don't. I don't doubt a, a fountain is nice, but at times it's, it can be a real expensive ordeal. Well, it can be, but the landlord pays. Yeah, it doesn't come out of our pocket. He charges probably more for rent because of that fountain. I don't know that he can get more for the fountain. Oh, I think you do. <laughs> Gotta love charity organizers who whine about what people donate oh, to them. Almighty. That's from Tervis Parish. Mm. You could have been a Pro Bowl cornerback the way you backpedal. That's from the Crystal City Clam Hammer. And Mr. 6301 is not happy. I never said anything about bobbleheads. I, I said, well, maybe I'm wrong. 
Where are the bobbleheads? If you didn't say that, I said I apologize. People love bobbleheads. If you could have brought them in, you could have made some And I had enough bobbleheads. I got 30 left over that are sitting in you Tina's mom's basement. Um, well, it's the text in from Tina's mom's basement. <laughs> Tina's mom's basement. Um, so I apologize. I just, I was being facetious because you were giving me trouble. I was just kind of throwing it back at you, but I don't, you know, I would never trash you for saying you're going to donate something you didn't. It's charity. If you forgot, you forgot, but you did. And I apologize for that. But the bobbleheads would have been nice. Well, he didn't have bobbleheads, obviously. Apparently not, in his car. No, he had a golf bag and whatever else he said he donated. Okay. Well, you made somebody very happy by giving them those items, right? Well, whoever won them, yeah. Every year I say I'm just going to get a picture of everybody who won something holding it up, and I never do. Nice. So I don't know who won what. Hey, Doug, I have a pool, and I just pay other people to take care of it. That's from the Warsaw Woods Wacko. Uh, Yeah, I don't doubt it. But sometimes if, if, if there's a problem with the pool, a crack in it, or the pump goes out, it's super expensive to get them fixed. Well, it's the same with anything. Well, I not like everything is expensive. As personally, I like the fountain. It's very relaxing. Yeah, I like a fountain, too. I'm just saying sometimes. There's sometimes on Saturday so mornings in the, in the spring and summer. I'll just come up here. I'll come upstairs and make a just cup of coffee. Just because of the fountain? I'll make a cup of coffee, and I'll, <laughs> just, I'll sit outside by the fountain. And just, on your day off, you'll come up here and look at that damn fountain. It's like three minutes away. You could buy one for like a hundred bucks. Is it the only fountain in the area? It's close to me. Okay. Well, you are fond of fountains. I like fountains. I like a good fountain. Yeah. There's a lot of good fountains in Vegas. Have you ever seen the Trevi fountain? I don't know what that is. Went that on Augusta? No, it's a famous the fountain. Rory fountain. In Rome, I think it's in Rome. Oh, well, you know tears. I've never been to Rome, so how would I have seen it? Well, you've probably seen pictures of it and movies and things. Probably. Well, you'll see it again, won't you? I, I don't know. Maybe. You'll enjoy your trip. Well, thanks. That <laughs> <laughs> was so, so just sincere exchange. <laughs> Back and forth. I apologize to 63101. Oh. Rubbed him the wrong way, well, apparently. Never I, apologize. I got, I got your stuff, and thank you. That's appreciated. But the bobbleheads would have been a nice treat. Well, we have plenty of bobbleheads. Stop cutting Doug off, you dried mandarin orange. Oh. Right, That's Doug, Jackson's lone wispy pube. Continued, Doug. Jackson Go ahead, pube. talk about your mandarin fountain or whatever you're talking about. Mandarin fountain? I said the Trevi fountain. It's probably the most famous fountain in the world. Where I have from? more than one pube. Don't, don't interrupt <laughs> him. Elaborate. I don't have a lot to say about the Trevi Fountain. I just wondered if you'd seen it. Well, I can't answer. I'd be cutting you off, so go ahead and talk some more. Oh, it's a fabulous fountain. What are the giveaways here? There's been many a movie scene shot in front of the Trevi Fountain. There yeah. No, I'm surprised you don't, you've never heard of it. you never even heard of it? I'm not talking. You're pouting now, aren't you? You're no. pouting. I don't want to cut you off. Go ahead, continue. <laughs> I don't have a lot of information on the Trevi Fountain. I just threw that out there because it's a famous fountain. I think my dad has a picture in front of it. Does he? Yeah. Good for him. Nice. It's a nice little place to get a photo. I got a picture in front of the Hubbard fountain. <laughs> it's not as nice as a Trevi fountain. A lot of people coming here from out of town and want to see the fountain. Portnoy is in Rome, by the way. I hate the guy. But, uh, hey, I'll let you know when my next unboxing is. That's from the 480. Where's the 480? Uh, to Cricket Wire with Bernard. That's, uh, <laughs> right. Arizona, I believe. Portnoy checking it's out the pizza. and Tempe, Gilbert, and Chandler, yeah. You think That's the pizza's good. any better in Italy than it is here? It can't yes. Be. It can't be. Yes. Hundred percent. Why would it be better? Fresher ingredients. Similar to really? House. Yeah. Yeah. Mozzarella, fresh from Italy. Tomatoes grown in Italy. We have tomatoes here. 
<laughs> I, I don't know. I I don't mean to like, but like, it's not out of the realm of possibility to think that the place that invented pizza has better pizza than. And America. it's like getting seafood in Florida to getting seafood here. You're closer to the ocean. You're closer to all the options. You don't have it, you know, freeze dried and packaged up, and it's fresh know. as can be. Well, you can get some seafood here that's every bit as good as you can eat it in almost anywhere. You got that right. Uh, plug. I, I, Here it comes. I'm not going to mention it. Here it comes. I can't mention it. <laughs> yeah. Dan Descalso Bobblehead Night, by the way, is April 18th, <laughs> Tuesday. That, I believe, is a I'm stunned theme. there's a Daniel Descalso Bobblehead. That's a theme ticket, if I'm not mistaken. Ah, uh, yes, it is. During the week, it so you is. don't get it unless you buy a theme ticket. Yeah, it requires Would it be better to have voucher. bobbleheads of maybe Cardinal Hall of Famers from the past years? Maybe a Roger Hornsby? Roger Hornsby or Johnny Mize or... Do you oh, bottomly bobblehead? Or? We have a fanny pack night. Ooh, that'll be nice. Boy band night. Boy Ryan, band? Ryan Helsley bobblehead. Really? <laughs> well. Sesame Street Day. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's. Those, it's are, looking, those are all theme ticket nights. Not um, one of them was not. I don't think Ryan Helsley is. Yeah, That's that probably a blown save night. That's, come on, he had an all star season a year ago. I want Matt's on the DL night. Oh, <laughs> him, and, him in like a sling, but also carrying a stack of money with Mosellock just behind, <laughs> is pondering his next terrible that, signing. That would be a fun bobblehead to have. I would love to create a bobblehead like that. Just arm in a sling, <laughs> stack of money with Mosellock lurking behind. <laughs> That's going to be a bobblehead? My God. Oh, that would be funny as hell. Mm hmm. We, we could get that done. It probably cost us like 60 bucks to have one made, but we could do that. I would, would love to have that in the studio. <laughs> uh, Doug, uh, unfortunately, it didn't work out for the dogs on uh, Saturday night against no. Seattle. But Roman Berkey did have a world-class save. Uh, here is friend of the program and St. Gabriel's graduate, Joey Zanaboni on the call. All right, hit the lead. Oh, Roman Berkey! What was that? Swiping it away like he's stealing intellectual property from Tinder. <laughs> I think that makes sense. I, didn't I, had her. <laughs> I mean that. I, had her. <laughs> I mean that is great. It's like somebody just tickled him in the ass or something. Oh, we'll save this one to the go-to drop. I thought that was a nice call. It wasn't a good call. I mean, that they don't score any goals. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta <laughs> do that. They scored a lot of goals. They got three against that. us. Well, they and one didn't count. They haven't scored in two games. No, he made a save. That's what I'm saying. You don't score in two games. You got to start making up stuff for scored. saves. Okay. What's intellectual intellectual property on Flip Tinder? Intellectual property. Intellectual. intellectual property on Tinder. What is that? Intellectual. Yeah, but what is what is what is intellectual intellectual property on Tinder? What is that? It, it's just a funny little line. It wasn't funny. Oh. Please keep going. I want to make this a clip. I mean, half of our half of our listeners don't even wouldn't understand that. Well, they know. And what half those listeners on Y ninety eight don't listen to it. Don't know what he meant. And they know what Tinder is. Yeah, like, yeah, what's intellectual property on Tinder? The intellectual property of swiping left and right on people. No, but see, you have to explain it, which which takes away from the whole call. I picked up on it. I feel like some, most other people picked up on it. Yeah, Not you understand the, the Christmas tree Luberderm bottles, too? I mean, that's just stupid. Oh Who are you, Alfred Einstein? But he's got to do it on saves now in case they don't score. He's got to get his cue cards. And that was that in there, too? What is that? 
<laughs> that is kind of like a high school-ish call right there at the beginning. He cleaned it up at the I end. I don't know. I kind of like the... I don't say I didn't like what it. What about the passion, Doug? about the passion like for the this passion. dog squad? Sure. Oh, Roman Berkey! It's like he was ready to call and somebody, like, tickled him. Good morning. I have a policy. If someone doesn't know how to say the word intellectual, of course he isn't going to understand what it means. Thanks. That's from Bobby Bigwheel. <laughs> Could be. <laughs> Intellectual property. It's funny you know what words mean. That's from Beer Cats. No, I don't know what it means. You know, know what intellectual property is. I don't right? know what intellect, intel, God almighty. <laughs> intellectual property is on Tinder. Well, they, they would have some with their algorithm, I guess, would be their intellectual property. So you're throwing algorithms into a joke for a, a save after you got tickled in the ass and <laughs> Huh. Play it again, Flossie. You got it. That's one of my, actually my favorite, one of my favorite mm -hmm. Zambonis. Like I said, to each their own. It's just not my cup of tea, but. Literally everyone knows what intellectual property is, but you orange dopey moron. Doug gets from Ray King. Used to work at okay. Wheelhouse. Yeah, he did. You saw him there a few times. Well, well that wasn't funny. Okay. <laughs> Don't be a stick in the mud. Don't be a sourpuss. I'm just saying it's not funny. Okay. Good morning. Does everyone on the dais except Tim and Doug eat lead paint after the show every day? <laughs> I feel like the sum of the dais IQ is hanging around 220. That's from the wedding tackle. Come on, you can't throw Plowsy and Jackson into my stupidity. <laughs> OMG, you do this to yourself, you rotten apple. Intellectual property. Mm. How do you not know that? Do you know what an intangible asset is? No. Really not surprised you live in subsidized housing that's in the worst in Woods Wacko. <laughs> he was bullish on the Plowhawk. He is selling his stock on Iggy. Do you love me some Wacko? Yeah, going on a blocking spree today. Yeah, you're blocking. Give me those names. Blocking. Yeah. No, I had a block somebody. I don't think the worst in Woods Wacko is a fan page guy. No, he's fine. <laughs> Oh. Tarico, Renner, Zanaboni, foreplay. Everybody look out. Hurricane Strode is strengthening out there in the ocean. That's from KG and O-Town. And Doug, he's going to be with us. Two weeks. Sure. He's here almost full-time as it is anyway, is it? I put something Social on. Social media influencer. Not to change his topic, Doug. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you are changing the topic. Well, it's kind of on topic about blocking. Uh, last night I put a clip up of the Michael Stanley band, which is one of my favorite bands. Uh, rest in peace, Michael. I think he passed away about a year and a half ago. Um, but I saw, I've seen him like six or seven times. And I found a, a YouTube uh, concert last night of them in St. Louis in 2008. And I thought it was funny because K-Hits, which was another rock station back in the day, uh, brought them to town. But then he praised K-She for playing his music, which I thought was kind of funny. So I put that up there. And one of the guys who commented goes, uh, do you think he's praising K-She because he really likes St. Louis or because he does that in every show he does? I responded. I said, well, I don't think he praises radio stations and their GMs for playing their first station to play their music at every concert he goes to. And his response was, dolt. Oh. Why would you ask me a question? I answer and you call me a dolt. It's on yeah, Twitter? come on. No, on my Facebook page. Oh, on your Facebook page. I blocked him. Oh, on your Facebook page. Blocking. On your personal Facebook page? Yeah. Oh, that's a well, on your personal well, I noticed Facebook he was friends page. and I blocked him. And he also texted into the show this morning. So I blocked him. Oh, wow. Him. I blocked him. He had it coming. Well, he does. But why, why would you call me a dolt? So I can't see the comment if you've blocked uh, him, I guess. Is that how it works? Probably not. Probably got the lead. I can unblock him. Oh, you can, yeah. This is a situation. Then you can read it and I'll block him again. Yeah. No, just, he just responded, dolt. Blocking. I did. I, I, yeah, I hate people. 
I don't know. Just in general. Which literally makes every day so much easier. Like when you don't. It makes it easier when you hate people? When you don't care what you look like, you don't care Mm. what people think. Like, I really love talking with people, but if they don't like me, I don't care. And I think that's a great way to live by. Like, I'm a people person at heart, but, like, honestly, they annoy the hell out of me now. There's very few people I ask to be friends with. We've gone into a very dark area all of a sudden. Well, there's very few people. Very few people I I ask to be friends with on Facebook. Um, A few people from work. Uh, But other than that, I don't know. I should probably name a couple. No, she invited me. Um, I know who you're thinking of. Um, but a lot of women invite you. You get a lot of friend requests from women. He had me. He knew exactly. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. And it's she, amazing how she many sent you me get a, from She Thailand. sent me a friend request. Um, I, I just don't send a friend request. So obviously this person had to send me a friend request. Well, sure they did. And I accepted it. Yeah. And just, you want to be my friend so you can come on and just trash me and call yeah. me dolt? What's up with that? I mean, it really makes no sense. It doesn't to me either. So anyway, enjoy your life, dumbass. Ah! Uh, oh, my... <laughs> well, I've had enough of this guy. It's been said the masses are asses. Some people believe that. I try to look for the good in everybody, but sometimes it's hard to find. Yeah. yeah. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Well, it's easy to find the good in clubhouse turf, Doug. John Rahm just won the Masters and he has installed his second clubhouse turf green in his backyard. Not a coincidence that his short game plays improved substantially this year, both his putting and his uh, play around the green, his increased strokes gain since last year. Uh, yeah, Ram has uh, his second celebrity green. He bought a new home. Uh, in February 2021, he called uh, Weston Weber, who is the owner of Celebrity Greens, to come speed his green up to a 15. Sweet mother of mercy, so he could prepare for Augusta and it paid off. Uh, so, also, for those of you, Plowhawk, this is, uh, I know you're big into your dogs. Mm-hmm. For those who uh, have a large backyard and love their animals, they install pet turf. So that's great for backyards with dogs. It's clubhouse turf. Driving the ball, 300 yards is cool. May impress your buddies, but scoring amounts to getting the ball in the hole. How many times have you had a great drive only to miss the green, skull a chip, and three-putt your way to a double bogey? Almost every hole. Is that right? That's Almost your... every hole. You know. It's time to use the Barnoff reason. I keep region. looking at the backyard <laughs> thinking, I think I could fit a green in my backyard. God, that'd I think nice. I could. Would you mind if I showed up and got some work? No. I no. Bring tonight. the whole neighborhood over. Uh, 314-834-2339. That is the number to call. Or just check out Clubhouse Turf. Dot com. I had a listener uh, DM me yesterday on Facebook, one of the direct contact for the, uh, the Clubhouse Turf folks, and uh, I'm happy to give it out. So uh, anytime you want to contact, don't hesitate to reach out to me. Some just will say, I'll oh, just contact the, the website because we have text on all the time. Or in some cases, they say, yeah, go ahead, text, email, whatever. Doesn't matter. So clubhouseturf.com or call 314-834-2339. It's Clubhouse Turf, a wonderful sponsor of TMA. Jackson, tell me about the pant you're wearing, boy. Oh, if you could, yeah. Consistency is the thing about Muggsy that I really want to understand. I can't 
say it enough. It's consistency. That is. They have a bunch of different products. Obviously, the world-famous jeans. That's what they're known for. That's their bread and butter is the jeans. But they also got chinos, joggers, shorts, swimwear, flannels, jackets, staples that every guy needs in their closet. And across the board, it's quality, comfort, and style. That's what they provide every single time with mugs. You like five-star reviews? They have over 10,000 of them. 10,000 five-star reviews. People love wearing Mugsy. They think, ah, you know, it's just a pair of jeans. It's not what it is. It's both comfort and style. You don't have to compromise comfort for style when you're wearing Mugsies. So it's just comfort? No, that's, see, that's what people might think. It's yeah. like, oh, these are just a comfortable pair of pants, but they look incredible. Or they think, oh, man, those pants look great, but it's there's no way style. they can be that. Yeah, right. Can't they be can't both. be comfortable. They provide both, and it's oh. quality across the board. So head to Mugsy.com right now. Pick out a number of different products. I think you're going to find that you'll love all of them. But you pick out a few products. You enter the promo code TMA, and what that gets you is 10% off your entire order with free shipping and free returns. Again, the promo code is TMA at Mugsy.com for 10% off your entire order. Free your balls once and for all and experience life-changing comfort with Muggsy. Mm. There it is. Muggsy, a wonderful, wonderful sponsor of this program. Check them out and uh, get the promo code as well. Uh, Engineer Design Facilities is now known as the EDF Group. Uh, they are expanding, and that is great to hear. They have been our text inbox sponsor now for a couple of years. It's the EDF Group, Engineer Design Facilities, moving forward as the EDF Group, the most experienced data center and critical facilities service provider in the St. Louis market. Check out the newly revamped website, theedfgroup.com, and take a look at each of the three divisions that they have to offer. EDF Group is your one throat to choke for all your critical facilities, data center, commercial fire alarm, and electrical and IT infrastructure needs to contact the EDF Group. Email fire at theedfgroup.com. Experience the EDF Group difference and learn more at theedfgroup.com. Three divisions, one quality partner, or as we like to say, one throat to choke for all your critical facilities, data center, commercial fire alarm, and electrical and IT infrastructure needs. Uh, Chairman Steve from Wildwood says uh, that he has just filed his mic drop for today, so that will be big. Okay. I have a feeling he he said I'll be lightheaded for the next hour because I nearly died. <laughs> oh. Remember when his wife came home and caught him screaming at somebody? He had to try to explain that what he was doing, and I don't think she bought any of it. I have a clip from him when he got caught. <laughs> I think. Uh, have you? Yeah, here it is. Okay. There it is. Our Hit the lever's running a little slow. It's not responding now. She would have been less shocked if I was masturbating to gay porn. No. <laughs> can play that. that that's party. the end of it. I didn't know it was going there. <laughs> Surprise. Oh, okay. God. Uh, hey, guys, this Zamboni guy is almost as insufferable as that Mike Tarico. I really like him. I wish him well, but he's awful. Thanks. That's from <laughs> Big Tuft. <laughs> Iggy, the guy who called you adult has a picture of two goats eating out of his hand. I'd just leave him be. That's from Flip Wilson. Hey, Tim, why are Dumb and Dumber both playing on their phones during the show? That's Harrison's brother, Master. Well, we're doing a live spot tonight. That dude is such Check a tattletale little B-word, man. Like, I, I bet you in school he got picked on so much. You feel like he's on tattling everyone. on you? Oh, what a little punk, bro. <laughs> I'm not trying to hide anything. I mean, we're doing live spots, and I'm just checking my email. Again, like, I'll revert back to five minutes ago when I said I hate people. Like, <laughs> Another example. He's a great example of how that yeah. starts. Jackson, what's your current Mount Rushmore of 
Uh, Harrison's brother, Master Fosho, uh, Crystal City Clamhammer, Jeffco Gentleman, and then uh, St. Charles from Actually, the unnamed. I'm just going to call it the unnamed. The people who are like, you know, don't have a name and have three total texts because it's a burner phone it's or something. It's a big bundle. Yeah, so God. that would be the fourth. It's not a singular person, but just the unnamed. Well, uh, Stephen Wildwood's take has been filed from Mike Trap on 101 ESPN. We'll certainly play that during uh, Munganess Balloon Party coming up at 10 o'clock. Uh, th- there's a couple take Smiths on ESPN. Stephen A. Smith is one. Chris Russo seems like he might get lightheaded at times as well. Yeah. Somebody moaned yesterday so during, during a take. Take a listen. Mm. Maverick did not believe they were going to do a damn thing this postseason. Oh. That's why they made the decision that they made. So we can lament the decision. I'm just focused on the reason why. <laughs> the reason why is we think they're not that good, and evidently they. Is that what it sounds like with Grandpa Wheezy Snoop gets too close to the one? I couldn't. Someone's. They were theorizing it was a producer who had a hot mic. Probably. And then I don't know why they were moaning so hard. <laughs> but it sounded, honestly. It sounded like someone was receiving mouth play. That's why they made the decision that they made. So we can lament the decision. I'm just... <laughs> sound like a sigh. <sighs> Another they take. were going to do a damn thing. This po- Someone also theorized that, like, Kendrick Perkins had too much to eat at lunch or something <laughs> and was, like, exasperated, but his mouth isn't moving. Right? It's clearly oh. someone off camera. I mean, I that show, I, I never see it outside of it's usually on in the studio on 101 ESPN. Last week they had the Masters on and it distracted the hell out of me. One day poker was on and it distracted the hell out of me. But if that's on, it's perfect because I pay no attention to it. Mm-hmm. Except I notice Stephen A. Smith's always screaming. Always. Kendrick Perkins is always shaking his head, or in this case, moaning. And Molly Quarum sits there and just stares at the, motionless in the, into the camera. Like that girl at the golf tournament. They just and they make millions of dollars doing this. Kendrick Kendrick Smith makes like ten million a year, doesn't Ken- he? Kendrick Perkins is, uh, in my opinion, the leader in the clubhouse for te- uh, rookie take Smith of the year. Oh, I thought that was Dan Orlovsky. Orlovsky has now established himself as a vet. I think uh, Kendrick oh, Perkins is, is the new up and comer. Dude, he, he's so dumb too. Cause like, <laughs> there was one take. I think he made up that the Lakers offered him the head coaching position. Stop! No way. There's yeah, no way. That was no actually way. that was Francesa. He was that, offered the Giants. Sure. It was yeah. No way they would offer Kendrick Perkins I the head take coach. The fake coach. No, I know, but I'm saying he brought this up. Um, I'm, I'm typing in. I literally just saw it this morning. He was on camera talking about it. Uh, yeah, Kendra Perkins, the first thing that comes up is breathing. So there <laughs> are a bunch of tweets. Yeah, good. Somebody else is getting. The- Well, I guess if they're going to pay you that much to just spit out opinions, good or bad or stupid or wise, you do it, don't you? Oh, whether you you believe it or not, you don't care. Yeah. I I believe I read somewhere Stephen A. Smith is like a $10 million a year guy. I thought he was in the. I think it was more. Oh, it's more. He makes 15 ish. Does he really? To do that. Incredible. I wonder what he was making back in the day when he was just their NBA reporter. Well, he started off writing for uh, Philadelphia Inquirer. Any people probably didn't start off in Philadelphia. Yeah, his friendship with AI definitely helped him uh, kind of move up. Yeah, but there was a time on ESPN, I think he would just come on during bas- before basketball games and give a report. I wonder what he was making then. $12 million per year per Andrew Marchand mm. in 2021. New York Post reported that. Uh, Michael Wilbon and Tony Kornheiser are, are 
or take Smiths, but they do it in a in a much more intelligent way. Yeah, well, Lobot is super way. intelligent. Yeah. Well, it's also, it's also lighthearted, and they give each other trouble, and I yeah. think that's why it comes off as, you know, more organic. But, hey, I mean, I doubt they're making $12 million a year, so the Stephen A. Smith thing works. If it didn't work, they wouldn't yeah. be doing it. Some of these guys that were newspaper writers went from an industry that's, uh, you know, you, you Woody wonder, Page. You wonder if it's going to be Bill around Plaschke. anymore. Yeah. Are we going to lose our jobs? Then they went to become, you know, superstar millionaires with ESPN. Guys, I was sucking on that producer. Thank me for my service. That's Juan from PB Corp. And Dougie sent him a picture. Look at that. We didn't need that. That made it more creepy. You look at that, Jackson? Yeah, great mustache. What I love about the first take model, it's similar to the Cardinals. You have a big name player Uh and a bunch of arbitration eligible scrappy takes miss you know like Dan Orlockian probably very much so finance I mean probably a, a small sample size in terms of the money that he's making for the takes he's giving I think right. he's a value there Kendrick would you Perkins say the same I'm sorry pause here. would you say and I'm trying to think if there's something before that but where you saw sports writers on TV giving takes. The sports reporters on Sunday mornings on ESPN, remember that? Oh, yeah. Mike yeah. Lupica. He was a bandy little Lupica, and I think yeah, Mitch yeah. Album. Yeah. Mitch Album. would be on that thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, who a... was the – was there a point guy? Uh, was that Dick Schapp? Was he the guy uh, ran? I used to love Dick Schapp. Yeah. I think he might have been the first guy to do it. And then and I think then his I don't son know who took was over. the point guy who was the moderator. I don't know if Lupica became that. I feel like there was like – oh, no, John Saunders. That's who it was. John yeah, Saunders. Saunders uh, Gary Thorne, uh, Lupica. Lupica, like, wrote my childhood. Like, Lupica wrote a bunch of baseball books, and I used to read every single one of them, and basketball books. I think it's the first time I s- you saw sports, you know, writers on TV giving oh. takes. That's, I think it's the first time I saw For me, uh, I used to love watching The Pit on Channel 5 growing up on Sports Plus, and then a couple of guys got into fights, mm. and they had to, like, cut back. Yeah. <laughs> takes got so... So hot they began throwing fights and there were fights at Channel Five. Well, I don't think it had to do with takes. And I do that. <laughs> yeah, I was asked to go on that show and I told Frank I'm not. Of course, for sure. Yeah. I was. I said I'm not driving down to Channel Five at no, ten thirty at night. No, you could be bothered. Yeah. Uh, guys, if this country likes anything, it's manufactured rage, and the networks just keep feeding the beast and getting those clicks. Not in St. Louis, though. Here we use big weather to rile up the masses. That's from Arbor Day. I think this Arbor Day is live for the Milagro Tequila Listener of the Month in the month of April. Just keep an eye on him. Where's he from? Uh, it's 314 area code, but that means nothing. Uh, yeah, got my vote. Big weather has taken over? <laughs> big weather. <laughs> oh, I watch local news every night, and it's very much so Channel 4, I factor. hope. Um, actually, yeah, but Channel 5 provides an additional 6 p.m. slot that I don't think Channel 4 provides. Everyone's got 6 o'clock One minutes. of them that you don't have, um, I forgot what time slot, maybe at the 5 p.m., but I do switch over to, We've um, got 4, 5, 6 to 7. Are you sure? I don't think oh, right. KMOV's on an hour now at 6? Mm-hmm. Really? Wow. Yeah. Oh, you got sports got to get that weather in there. Sports can have been in half, so two minutes, maybe. seconds, rather 20 minutes. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I love, I genuinely love hearing Cheech and Dumb spit opinions about takesmiths like Kendrick Perkins and Dan Orlowski. Meanwhile, they spend three hours, or in Iggy's case, two, every morning deteriorating the mental aptitude of the city of St. Louis with the absolute asinine garbage that they spew. It should be a misdemeanor to propagate the crap that these two dumbs do every morning. Oh. Doug, that came from the parking lot. Little Tommy Tribbins on a track. Like I Look, like I it. know I'm a poor takesmith. 
<laughs> but like, I still can have an opinion about other cake smiths. I never mentioned either of those two guys. I think you're both very or strong. Orlowski and who's the other guy? Kendrick, Kendrick, Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick Perkins. <laughs> Perkins. Yeah, Kendrick. I never Perkins. mentioned any of those guys. I do notice, and this is off top, way off topic. <laughs> but I see this, and I go back to that. Time was it last year where I spilled coffee on the control board? Oh, oh that yeah. was a high risk move. Yeah, it was. It I, I was so afraid that there was a canal. But I just see this with no backing on. The yeah, <laughs> just just wires everywhere. Stay as far. If away. I would have spilled coffee on that, we'd have been out of business. If you notice, my drink is just like in like over here now. It's a smooth, it, a smooth move there, that Dr. Yeah. Pepper. Uh, Larry Thornton produced it. I knew that was coming. He said, "I produced the pit for 17 years, yep. and I can guarantee you that Iggy was asked." Zero times oh. to be on the pit. That's and I can guarantee you, Frank Martin. said, I have asked Diggy before. I don't know if he. What expertise were you going me. to bring? What, what topic? Well, I don't know if he texted me or what, because Larry Thornton did this the last time I brought this up. And I said, well, Frank did invite me on. And I think Frank said, never. And then he texted me and said, yeah, I remember that. So anyway, Larry Thornton, you said. Maybe Frank went behind your back. Maybe you weren't that good of a producer. Oh, there it comes. That he said, I don't need to talk to Thornton. I'll just ask Iggy myself. They wanted a really big hitter, but you could I don't be, know what the tie. I'm sure it had to do something to do with golf. Inconvenience. I'm sure it had something to do with golf. Um, weren't you dressed up as the Easter Bunny on Channel 11? Well, that was that was Ghoul Show. <laughs> I was dressed up. That was your true calling. Oh, I loved the being on that show. Easter Bunny. I loved being on that show. Angry Easter Bunny. I was the ang angry Cinco de Mayo guy. I was the angry uh, leprechaun for St. Patrick's Day. I was the angry elf for Christmas. Uh, I was always the angry something, and he always had me sitting at the bar. He always had me sitting at the bar with a cigarette and a scotch. <laughs> Let's go to just complaining. Brian, you see, Iggy's the angry. He's over there. He's the angry Easter Bunny. What's going on? I'm smoking a cigarette. I got a scotch. And what kind of things would you say? Oh, I just off the cuff. I just kind of ad libbed everything. Uh, it was fun though. Just anger, but that was. You'd bullshit. be mad about to complain about things, rant yeah, and rage. Yeah, I was upset about a lot of things. Okay. Um, but yeah, that was on the fan show. But yeah. Frank just asked me to come in and sit on the pit, and I said I really don't want to come down there at ten thirty at night. So I didn't. It's hard. To, <laughs> it's hard to go from angry Easter Bunny to golf analyst. <laughs> Well, I don't, I don't you think... You don't think Brandel Chambly did that on Sunday? I don't think so. I don't think it was this... I was still doing that when Frank asked me. Not that it mattered. I don't think they were... I don't think Gould was paying me anyway. Oh. Now that I think about it, I got nothing for that show. Yeah, and you had to drive to the Casino Queen, right? Yeah, and I was like the star of that show. Of course you were. <laughs> of course you were. Wasn't Rich Gould the star of the show? Yeah. But when I was on there, it was... He was the, the ratings popped. Yeah, ratings popped. Track the numbers. They would promote Iggy, the Angry Easter Bunny, next week. Good morning. Listeners cycle on, listeners cycle off. Ah, yes, cycle. Tim, legitimate question. As this team is currently constructed, barring no major changes, how many wins do you realistically expect them to have at the end of the season? I assume he's talking about the Cardinals. The problem with the question, Kevin's brother Jack, and then the last name is Demoff, is that I would anticipate that there would have to be major changes at some point, whether they were to move on from players, which would be really saying something. That would be unlike the Cardinals. They haven't sold in a long time. Um, or they're in a spot where they're going to buy. And that was kind of my expectation going into the season. And even though they're off to a terrible start, I still anticipate them being in the mix in the National League Central. Uh, so, therefore, it's tough to answer the question because as the team is currently constructed, barring no major changes, that's just not something that I foresee. 
But if you were to tell me that this team is going to be the team and then just project something that I don't think will actually wind up happening as far as this roster being the roster the whole year, I would say it's a 500 team at the moment, and the main reason is the, the, the starting pitching. Um, but also, you know, it's not like they've been raking. The lineup looks good on paper, but uh, you haven't gotten – I feel like I feel like that's going to change. It's got to break through, and it's got to be this week too when you're in Coors Field and then you have four against the Pirates. Uh, you would think that this would be the week that if that offense is going to start to really bust out, this would be the time that they would do it. Yeah, Contreras will hit. He always has hit. He's done nothing so far. Arnado's got a decent average, but he hadn't had the big hit. It's not hitting the ball out of the park. It's not the I, offense. I, yeah, the offense I, will come I, around, I think. You need to add at least two starting pitchers. I mean, your bullpen is going to be absolutely demoralized by June. I mean, we don't, we don't have pitchers going six. I, I, I just don't understand, like, there's zero urgency in the offseason – too many ascots were ordered on Amazon. Oh, who do you think? Mm. The guy who wears pink sweaters and shorts that are four sizes too small. Oh. You know who it is. The guy you're not signing free agent. That's the guy. He's ordering this is on one hundred percent on Amazon. Ollie Marmol is an inexperienced manager who is really showing its true colors. We got rid of Schilt because Paul DeYoung. Literally, I, I think Paul DeYoung is on this roster and Schilt isn't. And imagine that. You know, he's hurt again. Like they, this last two to three years is all on Mosaic and this season's early. I get it. We're three. It's ten games into the season, but they look terrible. And yeah. just just to be clear, I mean they have 18 runs over the last seven games. The game's not against the Blue Jays, in which the Cardinals scored uh, a combined 22 runs in three games. But in the last seven games, they've scored a combined 18, and four of those came last night so you know about 28 percent came last night uh for the last seven games so uh the offense i i think that the offense should be there because you look at it on paper but i would have said that last year if you wouldn't have told me the statistics going into the Phillies series and i realized the cardinals statistically uh appeared as far as a team to have a better offense than they did but that's when they got to feast on the national league central and yet three teams and then in the second half, you can include the Brewers and their four teams who really weren't competitive and an unbalanced schedule. Uh, and so now it's a different set of circumstances. So it's just something to keep an eye on. The defense has been strong up until last night, but the starting pitching has consistently been problematic, minus Jordan Montgomery. And Flaherty is a weird analysis at this moment because he hasn't given up a lot of hits or runs, but he's had starts that make you feel uncomfortable. They don't feel dominant. Yeah, he clearly doesn't have... Great command of his pitches right now. If Michaelis can keep his ERA under 10, I think he can still be the ace. Right now he's at 9.64. That'd be huge. Pretty much everything that could go wrong has gone wrong so far. Well, and the thing with the, like, if you add starting pitching, let's say you're trading, you can't trade for guys who are, you know, on their final year of their deals because you only have two pitchers. I think Tim has brought up, you have two guys locked up in the starting rotation for next year, Steven Mads and obviously yeah. uh, Miles Michael. Is Wainwright probably going to retire? And well, it, he is retiring. Yeah. Oh, okay. He's officially there. So, I mean, where do you go? I mean, you got to think about not only finishing this year with starting rotation, but you got to yeah. think about next year 
mean, there's not a ton of good, solid free agents that you're going to be able to spend no. money on because they're very cheap. Breaking news just coming across my desk. Doug, you saw the producer walk in and hand me the scripts. Mm -hmm. uh, Larry Thornton is just sending a screenshot of a text with Frank Cusimano. Uh, Iggy is on TMA saying he turned down the pit once. True or false? Frank wrote back, I cannot recall that. Yeah, didn't say false or true. He just said he can't recall it. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Frank, do you like chocolate bunnies? <laughs> No, I can text him. He'll say, yeah, I remember that. we got to send it over. I don't really care. <laughs> and leave you quivering. I don't really care what Larry Thornton thinks. <laughs> it matters. It matters. Okay, Frank. I mean, this is a, this is a show that put Trump's. producer Joe on there. So, I mean, what the hell? No, that was my show. <laughs> <laughs> he hovered. Mm -hmm. He's a soccer expert. I didn't know anyone else in town. Sir Plus soccer. Sir soccer. He must have, been, must have been busy. So why did you pick a guy who hovers? Yeah. Because I thought it was an interesting visual. Uh, Bill McDermott taken that night? He must have been. Wow. Mm. That's good. <laughs> Who else is there besides yeah. Mr. Soccer? Throw Sir that, Soccer and Throw that Arnold Joe. Palmer in there now. Oh, yeah. I forgot about we had Yeah, we're on, we're on a new station. We can play whenever we want. I guess I would have tried to get someone like Daryl Duran, but I don't think I had his phone number. Should have so called me. Joe. You're not a soccer expert. Women wanted to be like him, and guys... Wanted to be with him. Guys, I would like to nominate Larry Thornton for the Milagro Tequila Listener of the Month. That's from Mrs. Jenny Shanahan. Larry Thornton has just been nominated by Mrs. Jenny Shanahan. For what? <laughs> Milagro Tequila Listener of the Month. Listener of the Month. Listener of the Day. It's so weird that Ken would lie about that. Also, what's the giveaway this weekend, and what will it eventually be sold for on Facebook Marketplace? Oh, God bless. Really Love blogger Tom Traven. Mm. Uh, all right, you can email in the morning after at InsideSTL.com. Design Air Heating and Cooling email of the day comes your way at 945. And the prize, four tickets to the Cardinals and Pirates this Sunday. How do you do? That's almost too many tickets. That's a great prize for it the is. Design Air Heating and Cooling email of the day. It's Mystery Nickname Jersey Day. Uh, Plowhawk, what do you think the Mystery Nickname uh, Jersey will be? Uh, trash, bottom feeders, uh, wild what? card. That's what it's going to say on the back of the... Well, find a pick. Those would be the obvious Bottom ones. Bottom feeders. You know what I'd like to get? I would like to get the man, and the next time wrestling comes to St. Louis, I'd like to give it to Becky Lynch because her <laughs> nickname is the man. You should get the man, and one of us gets the woman. Does a woman like to have that nickname, the man? I don't know. She's. I asked Larry once, how did, she's a beautiful woman. How did she get the nickname, the man? And he explained it, and I forgot what he said. Yeah. I saw a picture. There's like five of them. There's the man. There's... Uh, the rat, white rat. I think there's some other ones. I think there's like five you can get. What's the best nickname in Cardinal baseball history? It'd be the Wizard of Oz, right? Yeah. Be the Wizard. Mm. I like that one a lot. I mean, the man is pretty damn that. good. Yeah, Stan the Man. I like Ducky. For me as a child, it, it, it was perfect timing as far as my age at the time. E.T. McGee. Because I loved yeah. Willie McGee, 82 mm -hmm. World Series, and that movie came out right at that time, and I was five, six, so it was right in the sweet spot for me. Engine 42. Engine 42 is a nice play. Molina never really had a nickname, did he? Yachty. Well, that's his first name. I don't know, the machine. Pujols, pretty yeah, good one. Not bad. The base burglar. <laughs> Friend of the show. Yeah, I like mm -hmm. that one, too. Silent George Hendrick. Oh, yeah, I like that. Shredder. Nick Punto. What Tino <laughs> Martinez is? Unhappy, I hate, I, I'm a cardinal. I hate it here, <laughs> Martinez, I think. Club flip. I hate it here. Mm. Mo's Loesch, the fister. 
Yes, it was. I Let's put it there. It was a jersey that they're giving out on Sunday. Fister. <laughs> who is that, Dad? Gibson, I guess. The, the Hoot Gibson? That's what they call him, I think. Oh, is that right? Just a few people from an old movie of Hoot Gibson. I'd like to submit my vote for Larry Thornton as well. That's Harrison's brother, Master. I don't think Harrison's brother, Master has a vote. It's the dais who votes on the uh, Milagro. He certainly does not have a vote. <laughs> Johnny Mize was the big cat. That's going way back. What about Big Puma? Susan B. Timmer said that <laughs> yeah, was Elias Berkman. Berkman, yeah. The Zamboni. Kenny Reese? Yeah, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. That's a good the one. The best nickname was Chambers, You My Boy. That's from Larry Thornton, who oh, is now getting a lot of support from the audience. Yeah, two people. <laughs> My problem, I think he's going to overextend himself. You think so? He's going to overexpose? Yeah. So I think gotta... my favorite nickname in baseball history was Frank Howard, who was a six foot seven, like 270 pound uh, outfielder for the Washington Senators, who just hit some of the most enormous bombs you've ever seen. And since he played in Washington, his nickname was the Capital Punisher. Ooh, nice. <laughs> that is good. Was, I thought that was great. Uh, Jesse Kiowski, who handles marketing right. and promotions for this award-winning radio presentation, just texted me the options for this Sunday uh, for the mystery nickname, which we are giving away four tickets for, for the Design Air Heating and Cooling email of the day. How do you do? Goldie, number 46. Red, number two. Engine, 42. And The Machine, number five. So oh, I thought it was the man. Yeah. That's what I... Uh, what I see here. Don't have the man. Yeah, not having Stan the man. The man. The man. Well, I think the man was for pools. He wasn't. He was the Ming. (laughs) But he was called the man. No, he wasn't. Stan Musial was the man. It's nice they even bored the actual... I mean, you don't even have the white rat on there, like... Some people call him El Hombre. They would swing and miss on giveaways, too. Oh, come on now. They're being nice. Yeah, it's nice. You're giving, what, a 16-year-old a 4X? A <laughs> <laughs> kid can dream. I guess you start early. Oh. <laughs> Speaking, of nacho sales. <laughs> Speaking of breaking news, we've dredged a couple of olds out of the ball pit this morning here at the Shargle House. If you drop your grandparents off for morning playtime, please return to the play zone to retrieve them. Thanks. That's from the management. One time I got asked to be on the 700 Club to talk about having sex on playgrounds. <laughs> they have to dredge people out of the ball pit? With yeah. a big claw or something? It's like, it's like quicksand, man. You got to pull oh. them out. And they're all old that have just been in there, lying around, can't get out. Uh, yeah. That sounds cruel. I yeah. guess you go into the ball pit after... After you eat your... You're on a full stomach and you can't get out. See, they're giving us great TikTok ideas that we should all just, like, get a ball pit and then just... Mm -hmm. Anybody dredge this lately and just start dredging and have some old people come out of there? God almighty. Hey, uh, Longo Biggs is on board here on TMA, and we recommend, if you have been injured, that you go to longobigs.com. That's L-O-N-G-O-B-I-G-G-S.com. When you're injured... It's a confusing process, and what they do is they take the hassle out of your hands. Most people don't know how to even begin an insurance claim, and they'll walk you through everything. There's potentially a lot of money on the line. They are going to take care of you. The big out-of-town law firms don't care about their reputation. They don't live here. They didn't grow up here. Uh, CD and Doug both did. They're Southside guys, and they'll go to trial. In injury cases, justice gets paid in dollars. These big out-of-town firms just look to settle after delegating to somebody fresh out of law school. That's not what they do at Longo Biggs. You'll always be able to get a hold of CD 
or Doug. That is huge. That's the comfort level that you can have with Longo Biggs. They're friendly down-to-earth guys who I've gotten a chance to know, get to know here over the last couple of months. And we recommend Longo Biggs, L-O-N-G-O-B-I-G-G-S dot com. Most cases have some sort of obstacle or complication. That doesn't mean they will settle your case for less. They make the entire process easy for the client. It's Longo Biggs at L-O-N-G-O-B-I-G-G-S dot com. The choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely on advertisements. We will close out our appliance discounters, 8 o'clock hour. We will have the design air heating and cooling email today coming up at uh, 945 Jackson and I will have Stephen Wildwood's mic drop coming up on Munganess Balloon Party. Munganess St. Louis Acura's Balloon Party at uh, 10 o'clock on 101 ESPN. I have a sound story at 1130. And, uh, Doug, I think that'll take 10 to it. Then your final show before your vacation is tomorrow, correct? I believe that's correct. No, there you go. I believe so, yeah. Uh, so uh, that's uh, your itinerary here on the Ryan Kelly Morning After from the Michelob Ultra Studios.